0: Better late than never. Welcome. It's favorite. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup. We don't have time for this. We're gonna turn the we're gonna turn the music down. We are gonna get right to it. It is Evan Bouchard contract day. Of course, I want to shout out the Audio department.ca, dot CA, Field Rentals, Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, Betway. We're just going to do a quick little 10-minute podcast here and do a reaction. I've got a bunch of your feedback that I got on Twitter. I'm diving into the random internet feedback on what people think this deal is. I'm going to look at my text messages I've just got. It's a busy day. Plus, I'm going to give you the regularly scheduled program a little bit later in the day. But after, what is it? It feels like months, weeks of waiting. Kaching. According to Elliot Friedman, the Edmonton Oilers and Evan Bouchard are very close slash working on a two-year bridge deal at $3.9 million. Now, the interesting thing about that is some people are thrilled, some people are not. But I'm going to get to that in due time. At first, I'm just going to give my thoughts. To me... I was always hopeful that Bouchard's contract was going to come in at sub 3.5. That would have lived, given the Oilers the flexibility and the cap space that they needed to go and ice a 22-man roster. They could have, you know, a guy like Sam Gagne. I'm just using it as an example. Don't get mad at me if you're listening. To this. I don't want Sam Gagne. You should have seen the feedback on Instagram. Well, I talked about it like last week's podcast where I was just like, hey, having Sam Gagne back as a 13th forward or on a PTO and then eventually go into management, I love the idea. I think it makes sense. I love him as a person. I love him as a uh, what he meant to the city and the fr- franchise I took a lot of shit on Instagram <laughs> but as it comes to Evan Bouchard, it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out because at two years 3.9 million bucks he is getting a sizable lift from the 863 that he got in 2022-23 but when you're looking at the team's without question best puck mover best point producing defenseman you're going to have to pay for it. In 82 games played with the Withers last season, he had eight goals and 32 assists for 40 points. In 12 playoff games, he added four goals and 13 assists for 17 points. So he was over a point per game in the playoffs. In 184 career NHL games, the 10th overall pick from 2018 has 23 goals, 66 assists for 89 points. He's got 60 PIMs in 28 playoff games. He has got seven goals, 19 assists for 26 points. What? else were they going to do with this guy now you could have you could have hoped and I guess this was my hope as well that Ken Holland would have grinded him down a little bit more because he didn't have Arbright's because he couldn't necessarily do anything apart from holding out his services I kind of wish he would have ground him down a little bit more to get under the 3.5 million dollar barrier but when you look at some of his you know some of the other contracts that got signed, like as a Noah Dobson, as an example, at 3.75. I'm doing this off dome. I'm pretty sure that's what Noah Dobson signed at. It, it just, this is what I was expecting. This is what I was expecting. So I'm not too upset that I didn't get at my number because this is just kind of where I felt like we were going to be the whole time anyway. I could have wished for what I wanted to wish, you know, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to get everything that I want. And in this case, I think that there's a lot of us that feel that way. There's a lot of people that are thrilled. And as you'll hear in the feedback, there's a lot of people that are not. Most importantly, though, with a $3.9 million contract, Evan Bouchard could buy 60,000 pairs of New Balances if he wants. 121,875 pairs of cargo shorts. 4,875 uh, 4, smokers for the backyard. 1,200 John Deere riding mowers. One Bugatti Chiron. 520 pairs of tube socks. Of course, those are his gross numbers, you know, when he has to take into account tax, escrow, agent fees. We got to knock down those, some of these numbers by, you know, 30, 40%. But the point is, even if you knock down the 520,000 pairs of tube socks by 40%, he's still thriving. Evan Bouchard is rich, rich. And, you know, good for you, Evan. You've got a hell of a fastball, meaning your ability to put up points, and you got paid for it today. The fact that it is a two-year deal, I think, is a a strong point because the the salary cap is going to go up. By the time this deal is done, Cody Cece's money comes off the books. So we're going to see how the Oilers maneuver around the salary cap in the coming years. Getting Evan Bouchard locked in at $3.9 million, the Edmonton Oilers have maintained $322,000 in cap space from the start of the season through the trade deadline. This could accrue into $1.7 million of annual cap hit at the trade deadline, meaning that they are going to accrue some space here because they're not going to be an LTIR for the first time in forever. They could go out and spend $1.7 million at the trade deadline, pick up another depth piece. And again, who knows what goes out in what could be possibly a bigger deal. The Oilers had no money at the, 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 the trade deadline last year, and then they ended up taking a bigger swing, moved Tyson Berry, Reed Schaefer, and some picks out to get Matthias Eckholm. When it comes to Matthias Ekholm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it means for Evan Bouchard to have a full season played alongside the Viking. I think the deal's fair. I'm not upset about it. I'm not upset about it all that much. Now, some people, on the other hand, as you'll hear, don't feel the same way. When I asked on Twitter, I just said, hey, Going to record a BLTN emergency episode coming up on the Bouchard contract. Need your feedback. Let me know what you think of the two-year bridge at $3.9 million. Robin Brownlee was first in. He goes bargain price for what most people expect from Bouchard the next couple of years. That said, I wonder if being a body short on the roster will bite them. So again, because of Bouchard's $3.9 million, they have to run with a 21-man roster as opposed to 22. Not ideal. Riley says, I knew it was coming and I understand it, but it does feel disappointing considering it's a bridge contract that doesn't leave us with enough room for a 22-man roster and only $1.7 million of cap space to accrue by the deadline. Eric Moon says, "CC comes off the books at the same time as his contract ends. Bouchard can just take his money and have Broberg fill out the second RD spot. We'll see what happens there, right? Tristan says, I think $3.9 million for a power play quarterback who will get you 60-plus points potentially for the next two seasons is about as good as we could have hoped for. We can start the year with a 21-man ro- roster with Lavoie as the 13th forward. Rusty the Reckless Optimist says, I think it's a great deal for both parties. weather has got two years, and Bush has a chance to show what he can do. It's a win-win. Sergeant Obvious says $3.9 million for a power play quarterback. I am all for it. L says, it's two years that bothers me. We have punted a lot of money two years down the road. d says, I love it. Melvin says, that is a huge overpay. Captain Felton says, dad is part of the answer. He tagged the Squire. Desert North says, 100% not worth that kind of money. David Ottenson says, as good as possible, but the fact that we once again failed to get a cornerstone under a long-term control as good as possible. Price is a big L we'll pay for it dearly in a couple of years. That one's from David Uh, oil fan forever says, I'm glad it's a two year deal. So we'll check back in on what Oilers fans think. Um, in a little bit looking at the, so Elliot Friedman broke the news on Twitter with his tweet at 7 16 AM mountain time. Sounds like Edmonton and Evan Bouchard are closing in on a two year deal at 3.9 million. Looking at some of the feedback underneath Elliot's tweet, you know, just random hockey fans. Um, Sydney Crosby enthusiast says, holy, that's a steal. Goetzel says he is going to get paid in two years. If he has a 70 point, campaign incoming. Anthony just says, great deal. And when they resign him in two years, he's going to want 10 plus meal. They better win the cup in the next two years. That one is from Crazy Cam. Sounds like the players are making way too much money from uh, that one's from Kim Jong Bettman. Teed says, and if he got what six, seven this year and didn't put up any points, all you guys would be like, trade him. He's a bum. Just enjoy him playing here. God, that one's from Teed Angelo says biggest contract steal in the league. Quarterbacks power play. Number one breakout year last year, obviously one more term, but will come at a higher AAV, which the others cannot afford. That one's from Angelo. Greg, who is a Leafs fan, says, L forced a bridge deal on a guy that's about to get 60 plus points in consecutive years, thanks to McDavid and Fraud Sidle on the power play. Poorly managed cap sets them up this way. Um, Fraud Sidle, though. (laughs) (laughs) Avalanche Forever would have been smarter to lock in the talent for down longer for the. Sorry, I cannot read avalanche forever says would have been smarter to lock that talent down for longer, but the price is a steal. Steph says this kid is on the roster will produce better than a point per game over the next two years. As long as he's healthy, which means that the others have given him a chance to be a, to be a huge success and force them to move a player or two that would ra- that they would rather keep to sign an extension down the line. Daniel says, Ken Holland doesn't know how to sign his young core to long-term contracts. This is a huge missed opportunity. Steve, who is a Calgary Flames fan, says, "Boosh and Nurse have different agents. One is better <laughs> Uh, A.C., who looks like he is a fan of the Habs, maybe. Bridge deal to escape the Edmonton Oilers in two years. Sterling says, well, that's one down on my fantasy team, but I'm still down bad. Still no Zegers, Nylander, Drysdale. Oof. Razzle Dazzle says, looks like the Oilers have three more years to win the cup than back to being an embarrassing franchise. Um, That one is from an Oilers fan. (laughs) So I think the point here is that... The reaction's a little bit more split um, amongst the general internet than it is amongst Oilers fans. I think that it's interesting. I think it's a fine deal for Evan Bouchard. As many people said, look, it sets him up to make a massive contract in two years now. Hopefully, at that time, the salary cap has gone up to the point where it does not matter, because if you look at the timeline on this, it also lines up with, I believe, yes, I'm right, Leon Dreisaitl's, um next contract. So, we know who that they'd want to keep one over the other, right? You know, Leon Dreisaitl has two more years on his contract. Evan Bouchard just signed for two years on his. This is going to be an interesting um, this is going to be an interesting couple of seasons for the others to see how they navigate this. I could very well see some players getting traded down the line as a result of another bridge deal. Look at what happened to nurse. They bridged him twice and then eventually got the 9.25. I understand the fans that are upset that they wanted to go longer term. Now it just, it was going to cost more. And clearly Evan Bouchard's agent was like, the max we'll give you is two, two years at this price. And that's tough but that's business, baby. That's showbiz. And all we can hope for now really is that the contract is, you know, a bargain for two seasons and that the salary cap shoots way up. It's going to be interesting to see how the Oilers navigate the next handful of years under the salary cap. Ken Holland won't be here. He's in the last year of his contract with the Oilers as their GM. So the next guy is going to have some very interesting decisions to make. Me personally, I think this is what it was going to be all along. My guess, I think, if I remember correctly on ON Radio, was 3.75. It was always going to be over the 3.5. I was hoping it would come under, but ultimately, it is what it is. If you listen to this podcast, hit me up. I'd like to know what you think of the Evan Bouchard contract. Hit me up, JSB at Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. Regularly scheduled podcast coming up. But in the meantime, Evan Bouchard has got a new deal. And now we've got 49 days to wait until opening day for the Edmonton Oilers. That's very exciting, but it's going to be a long 49 days because we know now that Bouchard is done, not a whole lot else is going to happen apart from maybe some PTOs trickling in here and there. I'm also curious to see how Jay Woodcroft puts up his uh, sets up his roster. This is a team very, very tight against the cap, and it is going to be very, very interesting to watch how these next handful of years play out. But here in 2023-24, this season... The Oilers are looking like they are going to be contenders. It's going to be interesting to see how they bolster the lineup. They can have a little bit of cap space accruing throughout the year, up to $1.7 million by the deadline. That's not a lot, but as we saw last year with the Barry for Ekholm deal, Barry Plus for Ekholm deal, there are ways to make bigger deals even if you're pressed up against the cap. We'll just have to wait and see if the Oilers can get any of that done. And there you go. 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever this is, of a reaction episode of Better Late Than Never die, die. Why, why